Courageous conversations. Cece, Karen, we've we've had a week. <laughs> That's all I can say. It's been a week. Hey Cece, uh, good to see you. Me too. It's cold where you are, you said. It you know, the weather has been really interesting. Yeah. So the mornings and uh and some of the days have been cold and then some days have been really uh warm. So Right now I'm experiencing a little cold. Um, so I've got my sweater on and bundled up and maybe by this afternoon I'll be in shorts again. Who knows? That's what I was wondering about. Cause you look super bundled and I'm like hot already. It's been like 90, like over 90 this week. Yeah. So Love Arizona. I could use a little like 75, 70. <laughs> <laughs> but we got things to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hearing that there's a, a buzz in the land. Should we start <laughs> with an observation? Sure. The observation. All right. Let's set the scene. It is. <laughs> First, I didn't know. I had no idea the Oscars were coming so late this year. I, I you know, Do that's usually well, in my experience, Oscars are in February. Oh. And so, yeah, a bunch of evaluation there, but I, I was like, I was surprised when I was hearing like Oscar talk. Um, Cause I think I did my Oscar newsletter several weeks ago, maybe a month ago, um, thinking that the Oscars were in February and it's the end of March. It was, it was supposed to be in February. Now that you bring up the, the newsletter, <laughs> cool life. Um <laughs> yeah it was something happened at the oscars yeah so if we set the scene it was a sunday march 27th la beverly hills um so basically chris rock was telling a joke um and it was uh towards like jada pinkett smith right which is will smith's wife and um joke didn't land joke didn't land uh emotions were felt but to me I would assume it was frustration or anger and Will Smith uh walked up on stage hit Chris Rock in the face walked away mm. and said keep my wife's name out of your effing mouth and end scene <laughs> end scene okay okay so from this what has happened in your life that uh it's important to talk about for you um, I mean, on my end, I've, you know, received a lot of people texting me like, have you seen this? Have you seen this? Oh, like the words I've heard are he's wrong for this. Um, can't believe he would do something like this. So there's all different types. And then on the other side, right, there's Chris got what he deserved. Don't talk about people's family. Those are all the words I've heard. Mm-hmm. So I've been hearing like, right, judgments and about like yeah I guess some like evaluations and things like that about the whole scenario um and the demand of a of apologies um and on my end I've been telling people like choices were made and we will see the impact of the choices primarily because for me like I I don't want to be sitting here for lack of a better phrase right now wasting my time judging other people's lives like I'm out here I'm focused on me 
I know the choices I would make and that wasn't me. He made his choices, you know? Yes, I'm hearing for you. It's kind of just, well, one, maybe just slowing down and uh, letting, letting the people who were involved work it out. And, you know, another way to put it is none of our business. (laughs) exactly and I know we were talking about it before you said like hey yes it is it took place on a public stage and just because it takes place on a public stage it doesn't make it anymore our business yeah yeah I agree with that yeah that's you know uh, with the with the lack of privacy in the world the needed that we have for privacy not being met as much as it has been in the past, but because of social media and um, what I would say is loose agreements. It's my evaluation on how people hold agreements these days um, that everything seems to become more people's business, even if it's not. So this is something that stimulated Will and Jada Will acted on it. Chris has some impact. And yeah, the people that were there are witnessing something. So there was some impact on them as well. And, you know, the only way that I would talk about it is like this. What do we learn from it? Right here, you know, we're talking about it on courageous conversations. So what's the purpose for us to talk about it? And I think you said it, choices were made. So really talking about like, what we choose on a daily basis, what needs we're trying to meet by making that choice and taking responsibility for the choice instead of like have to, you know, you insult my family, I have to protect them. So I have to hit you or I have to smear you or I have to, no, I'm choosing to. So Will made a choice at that moment. And prior to that, Chris Rock made a choice about the jokes that he was going to write. And I will say, granted, you know, yeah, that's all I'm going to say right now. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, the, the choices part, like that's what says that to me 100%. And like, I know earlier you had, you said like, you know, we choose to, and like the have to kind of dynamic that sometimes is at play um, in our minds, not in what I, what I would call reality, but like telling ourselves like, ah, protection has to look like this or you know support has to look like this because I say that because like when I hear the word protection I just think of like actual like hey someone's coming to fight me and now I have to protect myself and I think maybe he was just trying to show like you I have your back um and who who, who am I to judge <laughs> you know but I know that um <clears throat> on the flip side of it someone had talked about like Chris Rock's, right, role in it all. Um, And they're like, he's just doing his job. And (laughs) when he chooses to take on this role as comedian, there's impact when we choose to talk about other people's lives or make jokes about other people's lives. not to say that either one is wrong or either one is right. It's just events taking place and the results of those events taking place, you know, coming to life. But I just find it interesting that there's a lot of conversation um, and kind of like what you said earlier, like I don't 
understand why. Because I'm like, it. are we talking about it because you own a tabloid magazine and that's what you choose to do? Are you talking about it because it's a thing that happened and you um, would like to be involved and just contribute to the conversation? Like, because I've seen the... I guess what I'm thinking about right now is an article that said what Will <laughs> it was about Will Smith. What Will Smith did is not just wrong. It is what well, the words were in my opinion were wild. Like I was like, oh wow. <laughs> this story is a uh, quite intense. And it was like he degraded women all in one one movement. And I was like Oh, oh, I see. So, yeah. So the the thought they were saying is, like, by going up there and doing that, he was he uh, is saying to the world that women cannot protect themselves. And I was like, oh, this is this is where this is the path we are taking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure they segued into some kind of talk about microaggressions or something like this. Um, all all from the energy of right and wrong and judging. Yeah. And so that's not, you know, that's not interesting to me. What's, what's interesting is, um, you know, how, how do we respond? That's not interesting to me. <laughs> Thank you. How do we respond to something like this? That's really public. So if someone, um, wrote to me and I think I really like what you, you had said, uh, Cece, is that someone had written to you and you said, you know, choices were made and um, impact was had, and we'll see, you know, what further impact there is. And that's, that's the extent really of how I would respond. I might, if my friend was upset and they're like, oh my God, Karen, you know, I might give them some empathy and say, hey, so you're really upset and you're wanting some understanding or um, maybe you're wanting some, some peace, you know, here you're watching this event that's about movies and celebration and um, you're surprised to see violence happen. Mm-hmm. That might be the empathy that I give for um, whoever is upset and talking to me about it. And otherwise, it, it is about choice. So if we unpack, you know, these moments, Chris Rock made a choice about the jokes, he, plural, he was going to make. Um, it is, yes, indeed, part of the job he's choosing to do hopefully getting joy and fun and play and contribution out of it and doing his job. And um, this one choice impacted some, I don't know the rest of his jokes, maybe they impacted people as well, but it impacted someone enough that they made a choice to stand up right then and go and physically hit him Mm -hmm. and say some words that also um, were impactful as well. So they all made choices. Jada made a choice at that point too. She didn't get up. That was her choice to do that. We don't know the relationship between the Smiths. We don't know if there's any backstory history relationship between Chris Rock. We don't know the relationship of what is going on with Jada in, you know, in relation to that particular joke. I mean, there's some stuff out there, but, but we don't really know. So as long as everyone's taking responsibility for their choice in that and working it out, then it's none of my business. What's more 
um, interesting to me is like how we react and respond as a community to it. Yeah. Um, and I mean, just hearing that part, like, well, do you want to hear the other thing that comes up for me? Yeah, absolutely. Um, is the last part, like it's, you know, what we are able to, or how we choose to like contribute to the conversation about it, in my opinion, is important. So someone had told me like, oh, this is all they're going to talk about now. It's going to take away from like the work that he's done, blah, blah. And, you know, initially I thought like, man, yeah, that is, that's a little bit of a bummer. And then I thought about it again and I was like, but you know what? Every single person that runs a media company also has a choice and they can say, you know, like they have the opportunity to have the conversation that you and I are having. Um, And right now what I'm seeing is the choice they're making is to write about it through judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe there are some people that aren't, I just haven't seen those. Um, but remembering that like, there's everything is like connected in some capacity. So like, you know, rock made a choice, Smith made a choice, um, Jada made a choice. And now everyone else has a choice. If you want Will's legacy to be that he won an Oscar, but I was like, that's the case and like and he and then this person is also choosing to put out all the memes about it and stuff so I'm like well you're saying one thing and then you are also choosing to contribute to the what you don't want to take place so where's the like it's also up to us to have our own awareness around the choices we're making to be in integrity with you know um our whatever our values are in that moment because you know values can change (laughs) (laughs) well they do (laughs) but uh you know the no i have to do this or or they have to write about it because they're a news system or 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 news chain or they have to blah blah blah. um that's responsibility denying language you know people are saying we choose to you know maybe i write an article and say i choose to write about this because I want to shine light on the awareness of blah, blah, blah. Like right now we're talking, we're choosing to talk about this. And really what I hope people get out of it, the, the point that they get out of this is that, oh, we are at choice. We have responsibility around these things. And this is how we can actually change the world is by acknowledging that we have choice and changing the have tos into I choose to. Yeah. Like everything is a, a choice. And I mean, when we tell us, I was like, we have to do something. We're pretending we don't have a choice in a way. Um, to me, there's more freedom too. And being like, you know what? I'm going to choose to do this today because I need this or, you know, and if I choose something like I've made choices, I've made my choices and been like, okay, um, 
I did this thing and uh, here we are. <laughs> and had to go back and have the <clears throat> conversations. And I can only imagine if some of the choices that I've made have been, you know, were on a public stage. And so I guess on the other end, it's like having uh, some compassion for the, you know, different um, scenarios we're in. And I say that because I saw a bit like, um, you know, Will, Will and Jada have like Red Table Talk. They talk a lot about, I've heard them talk a lot about, uh, you know, choosing kindness, choosing love, choosing empathy, blah, blah. Um, and <laughs> they are human beings like the rest of us. So what circulated was this video of Will Smith saying, hey, when we choose revenge, blah, blah. And so we choose love. And people are like, oh, like, look at this hypocrite and I'm like well well well, let's slow down like you know he's a human being and I'm sure I I would think at his core yeah he he truly believes you know like hey uh love compassion empathy are the way and when our cups get full (laughs) when we are holding so much Mm -hmm. sometimes that part of us is harder to reach and I'll and what we do is we make choices, which could be a slap. It could be yelling. It could call, be calling someone a name, could be spitting gum on their car. It could be anything, you know, um, <laughs> and we all make choices. Well, and, 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 you know, allowing for that human part of us, I'm just remembering in uh, Marshall Rosenberg's uh, nonviolent communication language of life book where he talks about being on a radio program um, during the Vietnam War. And he was asked to debate the issue on television with a man who had a different position than him. And he was being videotaped. And what he, when he went home to watch it that evening, what he saw was he was communicating in ways that he didn't like. He was defensive. He got upset. And so he said, you know, If I'm ever in another discussion like that, I'm determined, determined not to do what I did on that program. So he practiced, he, and he, you know, he had this thought that this guy made a fool of him because he was standing for nonviolence, but he was getting defensive. So he goes back in an opportunity. I think it was like the next week. And for about, I think he said it was about 10 seconds. He was able to hold his own. And then he just like, slipped back into uh, defensiveness and, and not talking in the way that he, he wanted to in what was really in his heart. And he learned from this experience. He learned that he needs to clarify what he, what he does want to do. And that does take slowing down and that does take time. And he's a human being. So, and I think at this point, he already had a PhD. He'd already created the method and, and process of nonviolent communication. He was already like this icon for nonviolence. And here he was having um, a heated debate with someone in what you may uh, evaluate as a violent way. I love hearing that. One, because I'm like, ah, oh, yes, Marshall, you are human too. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, like... <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it to say like this <laughs> human experience is not easy. And we're constant, like, at least in my experience, constantly like 
being revisited by moments that can trigger us, you know, Um, and the universe being like, so what's up? You actually learned some shit or uh, you're gonna, or did you learn it? Maybe you're gonna kind of go back to your own way and choose this other thing, you know, which is okay. Like neither one, but it's, you know, like I said, like right or wrong, it's just awareness around it. Um, And Denzel said something, what was the exact quote? The exact quote was like, when you're, it's when you're at your highest that like the devil comes or something like that. Uh, But essentially like, you know, when you're at a place where you like, this is how I interpret it. When you're at a place where you're telling yourself like, doing it, I'm doing this, woohoo. That's when, you know, oh, sometimes tests come your way. Like, you really doing this? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's up to us to like kind of uh, be aware and and stay in integrity with whatever um, we are about. And also if we're not in integrity, that's a, a learning lesson to be like, you know what? I know I talk about all this love and compassion and empathy and kindness. And uh, yeah, when I get really pissed and I haven't slept and I haven't eaten, every single ounce of empathy and compassion and love and kindness, like slowly, sometimes maybe quickly, leaves my being <laughs> and I can handle nothing else. Yeah, I'm glad you bring up the conditions, you know, I'm, I, I haven't experienced because I'm not a Hollywood actor, but um, the conditions that I can perceive uh, from the outside is that, you know, this is a big event that people sit for hours in, in a crowded space, um, probably either hungry or tired in some form uncomfortable in you know the clothing that that is out there as being a the clothing to wear and um it could be that they're not at their most relaxed and uh, resourced personality at that time we have another story that they probably skip eating that day to fit in their clothes but that's to add to like Will and Will and Jada have actually been like a topic of conversation almost every couple of months in regards to their relationship. Like, right, the articles, the tabloids write these judgment things about their relationships based off things that they read in books or whatever. And I can also see that like building up, right? Like, oh, people have been talking about our relationship all year. And then in that moment, right? they're tired, they're hungry, they've been sitting, standing all day, wearing shoes that maybe they're uncomfortable, tighter clothes than usual. Um, And hearing, you know, someone else say his wife's name may have just been, what's that phrase? The straw that broke the camel's back. (laughs) Like the, just the last thing. He was like, you know what? I'm fucking done. I'm, I'm done. Nobody's going to say a fucking word after this. Here we go. Um, and, and, you know, those things build up, like you said, yeah. you know. And it points the, points the light back to, you know, privacy as a need. There, there is a need for privacy. And there, no matter what we choose to do, you know, maybe acting is, is my life and I love it. And I'm good at it. And I choose to do it or music or comedy. 
And with that, that necessitates public performance and doesn't mean that you have access to all my privacy, all my yeah. private life, all the things that are going on for me, even if I share them, even if I say, you know, um, I've been depressed before, or I've been on medication, or I have this disease, or I have that disease, it still doesn't say you get all my privacy, that I'm now completely 100% uh, public. There's still a human need to have privacy, especially in social contexts. So uh, I agree that the conditions uh, for a human response are ripe and I have compassion. And I think that, you know, I hope that as a person who does go out and facilitate a lot of workshops on empathy, if there's a time that I need empathy, that people actually give it to me rather than tear me apart because I'm not a hundred percent geyser of empathy for the, for the world but that I'm a human being who might at that moment need empathy. And I believe that everyone involved in this situation probably needs some empathy. I would agree with that. There was, when I saw lots of impact. Mm -hmm. um, and, and like what you said about, um, <laughs> you not being a, what'd you say? Geyser, geyser of, of empathy. Um, it kind of brings it to like, trying to think, I, I can't even think of the word, but, you know, like you as like, like you said, like someone that like trains in this and facilitates and this is like your way of being like, it doesn't mean that you don't need, you know, like empathy sometimes or to, you know, um, sit back and be the receiver, you know, not the giver, because it's exhausting um, to always give. And I see that on the like on the other end too, when we're kind of talking about this, this scenario of like, right, Will and Jada and, and, and Christ Rock um, is like this thought that like, you have to be the best role model ever because you chose this career. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah, he's also just like a human being <laughs> and gonna go through the same things we do just with more eyes on him. And that doesn't make him any less like, in need of like what you said, like empathy and care and compassion. Like mm -hmm. this may be the moment he needed the most, not when he's up, you know, winning awards or doing his best thing. It's in the moments where it's, it's harder to reach that in yourself. You need, you need all, you know, support from the people around you. Yeah. I like to think of, you know, a metaphor, for instance, um, a, a firefighter is, sleeping in her bed at night and her house catches on fire do we expect her to put it out by herself or are we going to call in the fire department <laughs> i like that yeah oh, you can't take care of it yourself you're a firefighter <laughs> yeah how did you even come up with that analogy that's a good one <laughs> it's true like we all like need help especially in that moment like yeah she's a firefighter but maybe she can't remember anything because she's freaked out that her house is on fire. And she's like, oh, my God, running in circles, like maybe in pajamas, maybe naked. I know I sleep naked, like, you know, you for sharing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would agree, though. One hundred billion percent. <laughs>
Let's bring it back to choose to and have to, you know, some other examples so our listeners can get off of maybe, you know, something that's unattainable or not really in their world, but in, in our world, in, in the present day, realistic world. Do you have any examples of have to choose to? Yes. The one we hear all the time. I have to go to work. I have to make money. I have to wear shoes outside. <laughs> that one you may not hear all the time. I just threw that random one in at the end, you know, straight the pot. People are like, oh, yeah. see, you don't wear shoes outside? <laughs> yeah, I would love to hear people in the world say, I choose to go to work. I'm choosing to go to work today. I'm choosing to go to work today. Or I'm choosing to, to work with my clients. Yeah, for, I mean, in, in a in a wonderful world, it might be, I choose to go to work because yay, I get to be creative and have fun and contribute to life. But it might just be, I choose to go to work for financial security so that I can go on vacation or I can have a house or I can pay my electric bill or I can connect to you this way uh, through internet. Exactly. Making choices to meet our needs. Whatever situation we find ourselves in, uh, if we can look at it and go, okay, so what what choices did I make to get here in the co-creation? I like to say co-creation because I'm not the only one making choices in the situations I find myself, but what choice did I make to get where I am? And if I look, you know, 10 years ago when I might evaluate my life as a effing mess, um, what choices did I make to get there with the knowledge that I had and the belief systems I had, blah, blah, blah. But what choices did I make? And I can, I can take real responsibility for the conditions of my life in that way. And I can make different choices if I want different conditions. I don't have anything to say. Cause I'm just like, yep, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Like, cause you know, sometimes like, you know, when I get excited, or like, I'm like, yeah, my whole mind races. And then I like have to pause. Um, but the last part of just like, hey, if you are not enjoying the circumstances, change your choices is to me seems simple it is simple. And when we have other thoughts running through our mind, thinking about it and being about it, sometimes then the simplicity like doesn't seem so simple anymore, you know? Yeah. You know, our conditions of choice do lessen what it's dependent on certain things. So um, one is our belief systems. If we have belief systems that the world's a dangerous place, or there's not enough in the world, or I'm not good enough, or I'm separate from you, this will cause me to make different choices. It'll be part of the cause of my choices. If we have um, conditions in our life, like take you know, some of the big ones right now, like Ukraine, where people are, you know, being killed through bombs and other very violent methods. Um, The conditions of choice are very different. You know, I have limited choices and I still have choice how I respond to the world. Marshall had, uh, would show this uh, clip of this cartoon where two guys are in prison they're hanging there. They're emaciated. They've been, they're in chains. They're hanging by chains, these long beards, and they're just bones. And one guy turns to the other and he goes, so I have a plan. <laughs> and reason Marshall brings it up is like, you know, it seems pretty obvious that they're not going anywhere, 
but one guy is still using his brain to think of, you know, in hopeful ways. And uh, okay, okay, he okay. has his, his conditions of a choice are very limited, but he's still empowered with choice. He's still like, okay, there's a plan. And this is what, you know, this is my plan. So it brings us back to uh, the many writers who experienced the concentration camps and uh, Victor Frankl being one. And you know, how, how am I in relation to my conditions of choice? How do I create my world? Am I going to live in peace? I'm going to be, empower myself through at least what I can have power over, which is my thinking, or am I also going to give that away? Oh, that hits different. Karen, you just keep talking because I'm going to now sit with this. <laughs> well, I haven't read Man's Search for Meaning um, by Viktor Frankl. And then there's also uh, other authors who've written during that time. Um, you know, it's, it is beneficial to expand your consciousness around what we as humans actually have power to do. And, and that this, this power, this real power of choice that we have, no matter what our conditions are, um, is a true superpower, I believe. So speaking of like choices and the dynamic between choose to and have to, um, would that come up in fundamentals? Yes. Um, <laughs> I have two, two classes coming up in May. Um, one is starting the first week of May. One is starting the second week of May. They're both the fundamentals, which is an eight-week eight course over Marshall, Rosenberg, Marshall Rosenberg's book, Nonviolent Communication and Language of Life. Uh, choice is a huge part of what we experience and talk about in this work. And the way you can find that is either through my website, karenstars.com, or the nonprofit network for nbc.org, um, new nonprofit that is working out of New Mexico. And we will be um, adding more, more classes, more programs, more community outreach in the coming year for that. Um, and then also you can uh, connect like through Patreon with um, Karen, patreon.com backslash Karen stars, uh, bonus episodes of the podcast. Um, there's some resources on there, book list, video list, and gratitude hikes, um, groundings, a lot to keep you busy with growth. <laughs> And, you know, I, I love a, the people who sign up for the gratitude hike level because it inspires me to get out and hike and take you along with me. And we did have a bonus of a gratitude kayak last year. And that was tricky when you don't have a GoPro um, and I'm holding the camera up and trying to paddle on the water. But well worth <laughs> well worth the risk for those people who enjoy coming along with me. I was impressed. I would have dropped my phone in the water immediately. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening this week. Appreciate you. Thank you. See you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.